0: And welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast hosted by us. Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. I am Ryan 19. With me, as always, is Mikey. Merry Degeneration xd Sorry, I screwed up. Merry <laughs> Degeneration Xmas, man, Freddie.
1: <laughs> ah, so close to get that one right. Ah, uh, it was really good though.
0: Yeah, so holly
1: jolly Christmas, guys. It is here i love christmas it's a great holiday let's is it in your top five mikey it it is definitely it's up there with halloween
0: Ooh, arbor day for me
1: (laughs) oh yeah what do you do on arbor day ryan please plant a
0: tree how dare you
1: where do you plant this tree do you have a special place you do it every year for arbor day
0: uh yes uh i go down to the
1: pier uh and plant some trees in the sand Interesting. Are they palm trees, Which, are you just planting, like, birch in the sand? Um, birch, cedar, evergreen. Does that work in sand? I don't think that's where those normally grow. Oh, no, it doesn't work. I just plant the seeds. Oh, okay.
0: Gotcha. Um, uh, uh Trees in the Sand is also going to be the name of my next <laughs> <laughs> a Starbucks album.
1: It's very good.
0: Um... Uh, which is also going to be my new hippie esque '70s remake of "Line in the Sand" Evolution theme song.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome and to that's another why I bring episode it back Hit the Books.
0: And that's how I bring it back to wrestling. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, thank you for spending the time to away from your family, um, away from the new presents that you got, the new Nintendo Switch you received, um, and and spending a little bit of time with us. Uh we got a we got a fun show. We got a bunch our of presentations to kind you of is already our teased. Ooh, ooh, ooh. A present to you is our voices. Oh, how sweet. How delicate. How how delicatessen of you. How
1: delicatessen? Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's how the right much... word. Is that a, I don't even use it correctly. Let me look it up. I was gonna say delicatessen is like a, that's that's what deli is short for.
0: Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. A store selling cold cuts, cheeses, and a variety of salads, as well as a selection of unusual foreign prepared foods.
1: Yeah, that's what deli is short for.
0: Well, then let our voices be the different cheeses, meats, and hanging fish on the wall.
1: On your charcuterie board. <laughs> what is that? Um, it's it's just stale bread and a bunch of meat <laughs> and cheese.
0: Uh, beautiful. Uh, well, then let us get into this pre-show, Mikey. Um... Kind of the big thing that happened last week that we should probably talk about that may or may not affect us probably is this whole f- like fresh start era. I'm not entirely sure if that's the name of this new era, uh, but I like the name fresh start era. Um, yeah, we'll but call yeah. it. That. Yeah, um, so on Monday Night Raw last week, um, Vince, Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane all came out. Kind of like apologized to the audience
1: for WWE being so
0: garbage, um, and they said that they're taking over, and the McMahon family is taking over WWE's general management positions. I guess that was um, the
1: problem in the first place,
0: <laughs> which is weird because it's like you made this the issue. Like you're the ones that are like
1: you. Yeah, a- they're they're apologizing. Like, sorry, we did this. So Mm -hmm. now we're going to do it some more.
0: Yeah. They're like, like to break like the kayfabe aspect of it is like, they're the ones that caused this issue and then in to fix it in storyline, they're going to, who they put the, all the blame on Baron Corbin. They're the, going to be the ones that fixed it when behind the scenes, they were the ones that kind of hurt it.
1: That messed the whole thing up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or at least Vince, I'm not sure how much Triple H has to, has how, I don't know how much say he has on Monday and Also, what
1: did Paige do? She was a great GM. <laughs> great question. SmackDown um, was but, killing it. Uh, they there were. was nothing wrong with SmackDown. It was only Raw was the issue.
0: Yes, which is true. Like, SmackDown is definitely, like, was rising, 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 and then it's like, let's get Paige out of here. And it's like, eh, okay.
1: But why? She was so great. She was a great GM. I loved watching her. I loved when she was just on TV. I think she was great at the job.
0: Also, I don't know if this affect. I don't remember. I don't think it does, but I don't, I don't think it affects two hundred five live in any way. So Drake Magic Maverick is staying. I don't know. Anyways, Drake Magic. <laughs> Drake Magic is a great magician name. <laughs> um, so yeah. So they announced this new Fresh Start era. Um, what it means is that we're going to get on on weekly TV fresh matchups. Um, the McMahon family's in charge. Um, um the, the 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 authority is now the us of the fans. There's no new there's no heel authority, it's now us the fans. They're gonna actually listen to us, which is a weird thing to say.
1: Because um, <laughs> we totally were it before, but now we were yeah, now that we know our ratings are suffering and we're not making as much money, we're gonna listen to you guys.
0: Yeah, it is an omission of we were bad, we weren't listening to you. Um, which is very. We're weird listening to our to, omit- to say that out loud to a, a people, a stockholders and such. Yep. Um, so 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 they announce all these things. They announce fresh matchups. Um, in that Monday Night Raw, the revival become number one contenders for the Raw Tag Team Titles. There's a gaunt- women's Gauntlet match where Natalia wins. Uh, um, Who's so clamoring for happening- Natalya? Yeah, both of these matches happening yesterday on Christmas Eve that were obviously pre-taped, and we'll get to those results later. Um, Tyler Breeze uh, challenges Dean Ambrose for the title. Um, interesting. Yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting. Baron Corbin is essentially fired, I guess, as general manager. Um, and then on SmackDown, right. Mustafa Ali becomes a main roster mainstay. Uh, Paige is fired as GM. For seemingly no reason. <laughs> Yeah, and then I think that was it that I remember, like off the top of my head. That's kind of, that's kind of all that happened in like five hours of television. That's all that I remembered happening. Um, so that's not great, I guess. Like, like let's look at this for example. So they have this whole new thing about, um, the McMahon family come out about this new fresh start era, new fresh matchups or whatever. And then Baron Corbin gets out, comes out, gets his butt kicked by in a match against uh, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, um, Apollo Crews, and Kurt Angle. Or was it a handicap match? He um, gets his butt kicked. Yeah, it was like a, a, no, a one-on-one match that turned into a handicap match. It turned into a no-DQ match. Huh. Um, so it was very uh, apropos of and uh, very ironic to do that all against Baron Corbin, who was doing that against former superstars earlier. Yeah. Uh, but then like the next segment is uh Bobby Lashley Elias, which is not a new matchup but rather old at this point. Mm-hmm. Um so those are interesting. Uh oh and another thing. Oh I completely forgot about these other things. Uh Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn are
1: announced of being returning soon. Finally my ska boy which is very exciting my precious the... ska boy. He's back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I'm so excited. For the return of Sami Zayn. Um I imagine he's somewhat excited for it as well. Um plus the probably the biggest thing that may or may not affect us is it was announced that not only is Lars Sullivan on his way to WWE, um several other Why? people are on their way.
1: After after what we learned he's done, I feel like he shouldn't be.
0: Well, money is money, I guess, and a big guy that can do athletic things is gonna be a big thing for Vince. Um also, come on, dude. Vince
1: just gets his rocks off on big dudes.
0: Also, they took they just they took some Saudi Arabia money after all that stuff with the journalists. Like uh, the morals uh. are set. Like you don't you just gotta move the
1: money. Listen, money, great money, money grazes your lines here. I guess yeah, it's
0: not great. Anyways, um, so we got Lars Sullivan coming up to WWE, Lacey Evans, EC3, Heavy Machinery, and Nikki Cross. All coming up to WWE. I
1: like that. All very good. Yes.
0: Um. All with no sort of like announcement of when it's just sort of like they're on their way. Um. So that
1: I need to, I need a little more convincing of EC3 before I can get into him. Like he's I know he's really good in the ring, but character wise I'm not into him. Yeah, yet.
0: it's a tough one for EC3 because he's had like
1: that's just me though. Like if you're into EC3, all power to you. You enjoy him being on the main roster. Well myself i not into the character quite
0: well yet. yeah that's it's cuz it's a tough one cuz in NXT he was in the ladder match um which was great and then i th- don't know if he was i think he was at another takeover i'm not even sure um but he hasn't done much he got injured for like got like for a hot, hot second um but he hasn't mm-hmm. done much but at the same time we've had a lot of people come out of nxt who haven't done much in nxt have amazing main roster success uh, where the mm-hmm. inverse is sadly bad um where look at Nick nakamura amazing nxt success but then comes to the main roster and flounders um, Alexa Bliss doesn't do like, much in NXT. Yeah, he's a but...
1: uni- United States champion and doesn't care. Um, well, like, like no, I don't think anybody cares that he's the champion. Uh,
0: well, it's a good thing since since it was pre taped and since we finally know the results of Raw and SmackDown, we can get we can go onto that, Mikey. Um, so it's what's an interesting thing about this fresh new fresh start era is like what like is this really a fresh start? Like there's a lot of obviously all week people have been talking about it, but is this really a fresh start? Last week you had some of these new fresh matchups, some some of the same old same old um all the stuff we had. Like let's look at Raw. So last week on Raw, the Revival become number 1 contender for the Raw Championship. Natalia becomes number 1 contender for the Raw Championship. And then yesterday on Raw, after the pre-tape and everything, the Revival lose and Natalia loses. Natalia, Natalia loses.
1: I can't wait for Natalia to lose to Ronda Rousey. Well, she
0: already did. She lost She lost yesterday in this weird past-future uh, matrix that we live in, Mikey.
1: Oh, wait, so it was a title match? Yeah, even? it was a title match. Like, they had their title matches already? Yeah, they had their title
0: matches yesterday. Oh, I thought
1: it was for, like, Royal Rumble or
0: something. Nope, it was for the next week of Monday Night Raw, uh, which was yesterday. This is very confusing. Play with us, audience here. Um, so they had that, and then they both lost. The Revival and Natalia lost.
1: Um, I'm not surprised even a little bit. Well, I'm some kind of surprised with the revival because like Chad Gable and Bobby Reed are the definition of transitional champions. Um, mm-hmm. and Natalia, I'm not even surprised a little bit because they're not taking that belt off of Rousey anytime soon. Yeah,
0: so let's let's look at the rest of Monday Night Raw that happened. There was the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight, Elias. Bobby Lashley, another few that's already been happening. Obviously, like I said, well, the revival lose. Um Natal- you gotta
1: you gotta close it out, right? Like you can't just end you can't just be like, and eh, this rivalry is no more. Like you have to have a closing moment of it, you know.
0: hmm Um like I said, Natalia lost, so that's sad. There's a six woman tag match, which feels like another same old, same old. Yeah. Um Finn Balor, McIntyre, and Ziggler in a triple threat which is another kind of same old kind of thing that's been happening for several things. Paul Heyman uh, talked about some stuff of Brock, St- Brock, Brock Braun Strowman coming out uh, who didn't have his arm in a sling, which was cool to see, nice. which is actually kind of weird to see. Um, Heath Slater defeated J- Ginger Mahal with Rhino's help hmm. um, as Santa Claus. And then nice. Seth Rollins, Pin Baron Corbin. So kind of... But like, here's the thing: a lot of it's the same old, same old. Like a lot of that is like feuds that have already been happened. None of those. Like, what's the freshest matchup there? Slater Mahal. Yeah. Maybe the three man. they're starting a three man band feud. Natalia Ronda, which is a fresh matchup, but Natalia loses. So it's just like, okay, so moving on. Next thing.
1: Listen already. Listen, what Raw needs to do is get three-man band back together. <laughs> I love how Adam and They're were all was. there. They're all there. They are. They are all there. Just do
0: it. Um, and then if we look at SmackDown real quick, um, we had Anderson and Gallows and the Usos defeat Sanity in the Bar. Nice, cool, fresh matchup of having the uh, the club and Sanity on TV again.
1: That was That's nice.
0: Which is good. Um, Mustafa Ali, Andrade, Cianamas had a match. Super into um, that. Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe. Jeff Hardy,
1: Samoa Joe already having a match. I like this feud, though.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it's interesting, but, like, we're looking at the freshness. Is this a fresh thing? I guess that feud is, like, two, three weeks old. Yeah, that, I mean, that, um, and then the I would big... say
1: that's fresh. Like, they, they kind of just started that feud a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then
0: the big news that came out of it, of course, was Rusev defeating Shinsuke Nakamura to win and become the new WWE United States champion.
1: Let's go, Rusev. So, there's, like... So, like, SmackDown's doing the fresh start thing, but Raw's not.
0: Like, I guess they are, kind of. It's hard to tell. It's very early still. But, like, they talk about these fresh new things, and then it's like a lot of it's kind of fresh, like, kind of new. We have these new, like, number one contenders, and then they lose, so it's just like, okay, that's done, I guess, move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it, how how fresh is this thing we're doing here? Um, but I want to talk about, Mikey, about, obviously, how much of this affects us. That's a good question. Because, obviously... We don't track ratings, I guess. Here, we kind of do by having, you know, show show excitrometer rankings and show booking based on the individual match polls, and so we kind of have like a rating system Mm -hmm. building. At the same time, we have no idea what's happening on Raw.
1: Um, in our universe. Yeah, there's really no way to tell. So, how? So,
0: what are we? What are we gonna do about this? Does do we are we in a fresh start era?
1: I don't oh, I, I don't That's hard. Because I don't mm-hmm. think we've done any I don't think we've done any we might need one considering how some of our bookings been going lately. Um I mean, sure, but like Think of
0: I. I mean, look at the beat the clock challenge. Like, look at all the fresh matchups we're having there. Kevin Owens, Mysterio, um, Adam Cole, Mike canellis a Ring of Honor esque callback there. Um, uh, Balor and Strong. What's going to probably happen this week? Um, like, we've we we've had fresh matchups. Like we like we you and I have booked a lot of first-time-evers on this show. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I don't know. I, I literally don't know. Hmm. Um, but if anything, what I do like is the potential of this coming-to-WWE WWE idea of these call-up people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anything, that's something I may be interested in. Um, I tweeted this out on... On our Twitter at Hit The Books Pod, I tweeted this out. I'll quote myself here. I like the potential of this coming to WWE idea. What if we constantly knew about a list of call-ups that could debut at any moment? So, say Lars debuts at Royal Rumble, then um, we get a new name that is announced when he when he debuts. So Lars debuts at the Royal Rumble, and then we come back to that coming to WWE dra- graphic. Everyone's there. But now instead of Lars, it's Velveteen Dream. Like, what if we always knew about who's coming up?
1: But we just don't know when they're coming up. So it's still, it's still sort exactly. of a surprise.
0: Yes, it's still sort of a surprise. We know that people are coming so we can build anticipation in the audience to kind of figure out, like, who are these people, maybe? Um. Maybe I should figure out who they are before I see them on TV. Yeah, I think that
1: would I think that would and help then, a lot of the NXT guys who are really big on NXT. But like when they get to WWE, they kind of flop because everyone because WWE kind of has done this thing where they expect everyone to already know who they are and know their mm-hmm. character. So that's why they kind of flop because no one's really into the character because no one's known. And what's them.
0: nice about these what's nice about these coming to WWE uh, segments is that they do. Individual video packages for each wrestler and each tag team and and stuff yeah. like that. So we're they're giving the audience a chance to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we constantly have a rotation of that, that could be exciting. Now, does that mean we may not get like a big surprise like Aleister Black after WrestleMania? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe so. But uh, I think
1: I'd rather have I'd rather not be surprised than be and have them do amazing things on the main roster and be good and have people love them, then be surprised once and happy about it. And then never be satisfied with how they're booked ever again.
0: True. Which is completely true, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah. It, it's very interesting. I, I like the idea of like building the excitement like this, like coming to WWE, like but obviously it's way too early to figure out even if that's what they're doing. Really? Um so whether or not we do something like that, um and figure out how to do that. And if we're if it's gonna be the same people, you know, Lars, Heavy Machinery, Lacey Evans, EC three, Nikki, or are we gonna pick new people from random? Yeah. Um or I mean semi random. We're not gonna pick like champions or like uh contenders for the championship. Yeah, that's fair like they did. But um we'll get we'll get Conor Reeves easily. Um
1: Yay, Kona but Reeves. yeah, Conor so Reeves. Did you see that picture of him on uh, on Reddit ringing the just being the bell ringer at some indie show? Yeah, I
0: thought that was interesting, but also the picture looked like he was going to murder someone at yeah, that Yeah,
1: he did not look very happy
0: about it, huh? Yeah, it is it was interesting. It was kind of interesting to watch. Um so, real quickly, Mikey, I want to just run down some of these changes and we can maybe decide if we are going to have that affect us or not, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so, first off, the McMahon family becoming the new general managers of Raw and SmackDown. Should we do that as well?
1: No. Why? I, I like Paige and I like what she's been doing, and I don't think that I, don't, I like how we've been booking here and we're trying to set up this page triple h feud wwe versus nxt feud at wrestlemania true
0: completely true in our universe we are setting up hopefully setting up to a triple h nxt versus wwe um match series of matches or whatever so having like literally having triple h take over like that's the end of it Mm mm-hmm so yeah, I I guess I agree. I guess I agree with you, is that I'd rather do that idea of build up to something like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, that's... Paige is great. I feel like Paige has done a great job. Especially we had sort of like this character arc of Paige about, like, not controlling chaos and then controlling it with Hell in a Cell and being able to, like, call in help from Triple H but then having all this other stuff with Triple H trying to take over NXT. But, like, we haven't really shown that really on the t- our, our TV show. But, like, we know that's coming and fueling in the background. And it's just like, you know, it's I'm interested. Yeah. I, I would like to keep Paige. Um, uh, next thing, uh, I didn't mention this, but it is a thing that appears to be... What a new rule that appears to be actually happening, um, which is um, the uh, abolishment of the rematch clause. Interesting. Really? Um, last week, uh, AOP demanded that they be, the they have their, their rematch clause. Shane McMahon says, you know, that's an antiquated thing. We're not going to do it. Instead, you're going to have to fight against three other tag teams in a fatal four-way match to become number one contender still early to tell if they're going to rescind on that offer but it looks like the rematch clause may be over wow does that
1: does that affect us i think hot take i think it should okay why do you say i that? actually kind of like it because it could give... Kind of like what? I no, I no, like no rematch clause, because now I feel like it could give feuds a more definitive end. You know, like, if mm-hmm. like a champion and their number one contender are feuding, and the number one contender takes the title, it could be a big moment where the feud ends, instead of being like, I want my rematch, and then have the number one contender win again, and then be like, all right, now the feud's over, you know?
0: Yeah. And it, uh, another problem with having rematch clauses is that it forces... um like these feuds these rivalries over titles to last much longer than they maybe should have yeah. been um look at ziggler rollins over the months um ziggler's the ic t- champion then rollins wins it their they're feud over that for however long and then rollins wins it so they have to feud over it again yeah um it, it just becomes this long drown out drawn out process um where in storyline it's like okay now i got to figure out how to make this continue which is just like oh god yeah so yeah okay so we want to we want to abolish yeah, the rematch clause okay that uh, rematch clause is rescinded uh gavel gavel <laughs> i don't have a i don't have a gavel nor do i want to do one right next to my <laughs> microphone um okay uh Let's talk about okay, coming to WWE, um, having a list of superstars that are on their way up to WWE. We have no idea in what capacity their WWE is doing it, um, but is that something we want to consider doing?
1: I don't know. That's a tough one.
0: To me, it's a tough one because we don't know how WWE is going to do it legitimately. Is, are they all going to show up after WrestleMania? Are they going to show up and revolve and or constantly know about people coming up?
1: How often are these people coming yeah. up? <laughs> I mean, it it would help our NXT versus WWE storyline because yeah. we can get we can get call yeah, ups more I can often. See that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's another thing for us is that we could have an NXT call up any yep. week. Um, because of the randomizer, which may be an argument for not doing it, is because we could have an NXT call up this episode.
1: Yeah, that be that would be good. Yeah.
0: Um. So I don't know. Um. Part of me says it's a cool idea to do to have like that 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 thing of like video packages showing off the idea of these new people coming up. Um. Maybe that is something about. The coming up to wwe idea is that we take we we limit we close the nxt call-up list immensely we take out champions we take out contenders for champions at the next takeover and we just focus on these like floaters like keith lee ec3 um candice Lorray. we take out johnny gargano is off the list alistair black is off the list um ricochet is off the list velveteen dream is off the list um, but we just make it these, like, lower people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an idea? Like, a combination of the two?
1: I mean, I like that.
0: like that idea of making a smaller NXT call-up list?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay, we can do it. So, so we don't just get, like, yeah, just like, like you said, just so we don't get, like, a bunch of random people that don't really, shouldn't, not really, like, shouldn't be called up yet? Mm-hmm.
0: Like Dream or Gargano or... Tomasa Champa.
1: Yes, all three of those people should not be called up. Fight me.
0: <laughs> I mean, Tomasa Champ is the NXT champion. He can't get called up. Well,
1: yet. yeah, well, yeah. Ch- Tomato champs get can't get called up. Um, uh, but Gargano definitely has the potential. Dream, obviously. I fucking love Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm, me too. I'm pretty sure the reason they aren't getting called up is
0: simply because they're in. F- NXT needs star power, and they're on TV and storylines. Like it can't, like, I, yeah. like, 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 Think of like, th- think of storyline wise. If it was announced that Velveteen Dream is on that coming to WWE list, and that he's going to be coming up shortly or whatever, um, and then you watch NXT and he's like fighting over the NXT championship. It's like, why is he fighting he's over? He's not though. No, he's not, but, like, think... But, okay, um... Black. Let's talk about Alistair Black.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I get I get your point. Yeah, he, I get what your point is. It's like,
0: why is he fighting over the NXT Championship? He's about to be on the main roster. Why? Like, why? Yeah. I get that, like, if you built it up as this is something that has eluded him, but Black was an NXT Champion, so why is he going after it again when he's about to be on the main roster? Mm-hmm. Um... So maybe that's an idea. So maybe we shorten our NXT call-up list to people that are floaters that are, like, on NXT TV but aren't, like, heavy storylines.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
0: maybe that's an idea. Maybe that's something we can do. I can easily do yeah. that. Um, okay. Then, we, then we'll do that. Um, what else were there? Fresh matchups. Mikey, should we continue doing fresh matchups?
1: Let's keep doing fresh matchups. No.
0: Instead, let's have stale ones. Perfect. I exactly see, want. I <laughs> Perfect. Exactly what
1: the fans want. I want to see Brian versus The Miz again. Perfect. Exactly what the fans want.
0: I want to see. I want to see um, um, uh, Nia Jackson Bailey versus Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan.
1: Exactly the opposite of what the fans want.
0: Also, we do fresh matchups all the time. Our pay per view just had Charlotte Flair versus Tamina, and our next pay per view will have Tamina versus Becky Lynch. Yeah. Who, you know what I found out today? I found out today that Tamina is 40 years old. Jesus. Well, that's not, really? that's not a bad thing, but I just did, did not realize that she was no, 40. No, it's just
1: way older than I thought. Yeah.
0: Also, Sin Cara I She was much 40. younger than that. Did you know that Sin Cara is also 40?
1: That surprises me less.
0: <laughs> He's for- sorry, 41. I take that back. He's 41 that, years old.
1: That surprises me less than, I, than uh, Tamina being 40.
0: Also, Bobby Roode is forty-one.
1: Surprises me less as well. Yeah,
0: um, but yeah, it's just like wow. Okay, well, okay. Then we will abolish the rematch clause. We will shorten our NXT call-up list, and maybe what if we shorten our NXT call-up list? But you know how we have it already in there once. What if we just added a second time? So just raise the that, potential.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Add it like 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 our like have a have a good match kind of thing like have a good night or whatever like have a good show uh just have it in there multiple times to increase the likelihood of a call-up yeah So
0: we'll just i'll put it in there let's just have it in there twice i feel like we well yeah i wasn't do, like
1: five times yeah i wasn't i, I didn't want to put it in as much but like twice is fine
0: <laughs> let's put it in a million times let's let's okay. have our show only be nxt call-ups from now on
1: sounds about well we'll just be nxt
0: Okay, that's okay. Hello yeah, everyone,
1: welcome welcome to the only WWE NXT booking podcast. Merry Degeneration uh d- sorry,
0: uh Merry Degeneration NXT. Me <laughs> Mary... Oh, hold on. I can probably think of an NXT pun for Christmas. NXmiss NXT. NXT is bad. Um
1: degeneration. I can't degeneration degeneration
0: gen- degeneration oh. sha- de- of the dead is a pun but has nothing to do with Christmas
1: that's true but it's so not a pun.
0: speaking speaking of that let us get into this booking of our episode of hit the books Mikey let us hit those books
1: well, yeah let's let's get them
0: so uh like we said last week we are doing a beat the clock challenge to uh, figure out who the new number one contender for the SmackDown WWE Championship. Um, the the timer is set roughly around three minutes after Drew McIntyre last week beat Rusev in three minutes. Um, we already have some matches already figured out early. We said last week, I think we said in the podcast, that we're going to add another match that we have to do. So instead of four or five matches, now we have to do five or six. Yes. Because They're
1: all three minute matches and very short. Um,
0: oh, I forgot the quick. I forgot to talk about what we did last week, but I can do that real quick. Um, we opened up the show with GM Page announcing the Beat the Clock Challenge. What I already said. Booking here got two point eight out of four. Now, if you can notice here, Mikey, I said two point eight out of four, not not two, not two point five, not three. And that's because I changed up the math. Okay. Um. So before. If we had a match, let's say, let's say this segment gets 60% of the vote goes into four out of four, where 40% of the vote goes into three out of four. Um, before, we would be just be like, oh, this segment gets a four out of four, and that's that. Uh, mm-hmm. Because that is what won the poll. Um, now, with math, the power of math, and the power of love, um, Thanks, uh, I are that that in that scenario with that forty percent and three out of four, that is now being taken accounted for. So vote all every single vote, not just whoever wins the poll, but literally every single vote is now getting accounted for in these polls. Nice. Um, so uh, so like like these post post pay per view ranking systems that I'm doing every month or every pay per view. Those are gonna ro- wildly change um, with this math. I'm currently in the process of changing it, but I'll do. I'll talk about that all later. But anyways, this one got a 2.8 out of four.
1: Okay. Um,
0: okay. Ke- Kevin Owens versus Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio defeats Kevin Owens, but after the match, Kevin Owens attacks Mysterio with a chair, saying that Mysterio better watch out because he's gonna regret beating him in a match. This got a 3.16 out of four.
1: Okay, that's not bad.
0: Which is good. Which is good. The exciting thing for me about this new math, Mikey, is that it's fours become more of a rarity. Yeah. So, three is now like a good range to I feel like be in. Hmm. So three point one six out of four is pretty good. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, that is pretty good. That's like that's like getting a. Uh, that's like getting what is that math? Um, that's like getting uh like a seventy nine on a test. That's okay. So that's not that great. Now that I, think I mean, about it. you remember, uh,
1: you remembered seventy nine percent of the information. That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> good point. Uh, next up, uh, in a Clash of Champions rematch that Tamina asked for, uh, Charlotte Flair defeats Tamina after Flair faked a leg I injury. Flair was was for the match. Can... Uh, no, we said Tamina was asking for oh, this match. Okay. Flair faked an injury. Uh, Tamina, being concerned, goes to help her up, but Flair rolls her into an inside cradle and wins. This match gets a 3.0 out of 4. All right, I'll take it. A solid three year. Next up Adam Cole versus Mike Canales ends in a draw, a time limit draw. Uh, This match gets a 2.6 out of 4 in booking. I should say all these are in booking. There's no excitometer poll in this week. Okay. so a two point six out of four for Cole versus Canalis time limit draw.
1: Okay, okay, bummer, bummer that it ended in a draw. Uh,
0: hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, a uh, uh, sit down interview with Bailey from Michael Cole. Bailey's obviously explained her actions at Clash of Champions, saying that she doesn't like who the new Nia Jax is, so she gave her a reality check. Uh, Michael Cole asks if whether or not hitting Nia Jax have a chair. Is a good reality check to give to a friend? Bailey answers, saying Nia wouldn't listen any other way. Michael Cole asks, Nia, asks Bailey if Nia is still her friend. Uh, Bailey pauses, thinks about it, then just says no comment. This got a 2.4 out of 4.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And That's broken. not as good. It's like the show is going no. down as it goes on. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> It's just
0: sad. It start it started off in a great high, uh, and then it's gone down a little bit. If anything, we should have reversed this card order a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but hey, then them's the breaks. Um, and finally in our main event, it was Drew McIntyre versus Rusev. Drew McIntyre wins in like three minutes, real quick, really setting the tone for this week. Um, booking here gets a two point eight two out of four.
1: Hmm. Not as high as yeah. I was hoping, like, nor expecting. I guess people aren't into Rusev getting squashed. Um, people
0: are not into Rusev getting squashed. Or maybe they didn't like the three-minute stuff. Um, <clears throat> who knows? Who knows? Um, but le- le- So let me just give you that quick example, Mikey. Um, so that main event got a 2.82 out okay. of four. If we were doing our usual poll results of just taking – whatever the winner was was it would get a 3.5 interesting so it it went from a 3.5 to 2.82 because of these this new math huh which is something that i'm realizing about doing all this math is that like a lot of those people like one person already that i'm seeing is greatly being affected by this new math is becky lynch bummer um she it looks like she's dropping a lot in the total rankings just because of new math i guess Mm. which is very interesting to watch uh i'm still trying to see how it all how the tree all shakes out um but yeah uh this new math already coming in effect A 3.5 match that would have been an alternate reality is now a 2.82 um still good but just you know good not great anymore it's close to if, if anything is close to a three in my I have to start thinking that anything close to a three is good like that's great
1: yeah that yeah I I can agree with that because it's just now that the mat like now that a four is harder to achieve three just seems a little better
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah so for instance I already told you before the show so I was tell all this let our audience in um the excluding, like, the first poll, which had, like, not a lot of votes because we're still new at this podcast, Mm. Um, the only segment in our Hit the Books history that received a 4 out of 4 was the Excitometer poll for the SmackDown 1000th episode main event of AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Because of this new math, that is, like, the only segment now that has a 4 out of 4. Okay. Not not the booking, not not undisputed era coming out and ruining that thing. That that actually with undisputed era coming out, it went down to 3.8 out of 4. Just the build to that dream match and the potential of that dream match was enough to be the best thing on our on our history of doing the show. Dang. Yeah, there's something to say. Um Okay, let's start booking this show. Oh gosh, it's been 40 minutes already. Oh, I guess we got to take a t- quick commercial break, Mikey.
1: Yeah, let's take a let's take a break even though we haven't even started the show yet. Let's take a <laughs> haven't even We, we even though we haven't even started the booking it yet. There was a lot
0: to talk about. We'll get
1: to the booking. Jesus,
0: audience. It's Christmas. Mary be, be go to Tiny Tim and give him some money or a Christmas bonus. I don't know what that movie was about. Anyways, we will be back. We're going to we'll watch the the Scrooge movie, uh, Christmas Tale. What is it called? Christmas yeah, Carol? Christmas no, Carol. Christmas. We'll go watch the Christmas Carol. When we come back, we will book the rest of the show. We'll be right back. And we are back, Mikey. Can we actually hit these books? Yeah, let's actually hit them. Yeah, you've been holding up the line forever. I've been waiting at the, to hit these books, Mikey.
1: Well, we have to watch a Christmas Carol first.
0: God, remember when? Remember in the Christmas Carol when, um, when remember people... when
1: the ghost of future remember when the ghost of Christmas future suplexed Scrooge through a table to show him the true meaning of Christmas. It was in
0: our hearts and the table. Yeah. Remember and then, remember when um uh, uh uh Ebenezer Scrooge um was played by Scrooge McDuck? <laughs>
1: remember remember when the rock was there too? The rock was, was the ghost of Christmas past. Remember when remember but he remember was just the Remember when the Miz like was, when the was,
0: was in the movie but he was just an extra? <laughs> Okay, let us hit these books, uh, Mikey. We already have three matches talked about last week. Like I said already, mm-hmm. a million times, in this beat the clock challenge. Um, we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. We have Dan Bryan versus Seth Rollins, and we have uh, Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong. Um, are we still confident? Do we still like those matchups? I do. Okay, then if we do, let us arrange these. Um, I say we put Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong in the main event. I agree. Okay. Okay, easy. Because we did talk about last week about Finn Balor probably winning this whole thing.
1: Yes. I think we should have Finn Balor win this because he needs a push because he has not been being used enough. And I think he is a great talent and he deserves a nice push. And I think... Him getting over Drew McIntyre here could be that push.
0: Um, yeah, by defeating his time that he set, that is a good point. Um, speaking of defeating the time in under three minutes, I have a let, let's just let's just book this match right now. I have a pitch for you. Okay. We release the demon.
1: Ooh, on SmackDown. On SmackDown, on Christmas SmackDown, the a Christmas themed demon, the Ghost of Christmas Future <gasps> themed. Oh
0: no, demon! No, no! Oh my God, that is a great idea. He comes out not Krampus. as Krampus. No, not. I guess Krampus would be a good one. I was gonna suggest he comes out as the demon, but it is um like Bob Crackett, like the guy. Remember the movie that we just watched. The yeah. guy that he has all the chains and he's the ghost.
1: Yeah, the ghost of Christmas future.
0: He was not the Ghost of Christmas Future. The guy who was with the Christmas all the chains future and stuff had like a was like death or something.
1: Yeah, it looked like death. Like he was. I don't know. No, Bob Crackett. What is it? Bob
0: Cratchit? I think that's who it is. No, not Bob Cratchit. What? Who is this person? Bob Crackett? Hold on. I have no uh, idea. Christmas Carol.
1: Bob Crumpet. <laughs> Bob cr- Crumpet. Bob Crocker? Know, probably not.
0: Um, I don't remember his name. We just watched the movie. Remember remember the guy before? The guy that to- came out and told him that it was like, you're going to be visited by, by three ghosts. this it, his, it was his partner. What was his name? Oh,
1: shit. I know who you're talking oh. about. I can't remember the name, though.
0: Remember when they made a Christmas Carol movie and Jim Carrey was Ebenezer Scrooge? That was weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Jacob Marley. He should dress up like Jacob Marley, who appears in like. Where a bunch did of you chain- get
1: your name from?
0: Bob Cratchit was t- uh, Tiny Tim's dad, I believe.
1: Oh, there it is. Okay.
0: Um. But yeah, he should. He should. He's a Christmas. Doesn't matter what Christmas thing. Maybe he's the Grinch. Maybe he's. Uh, what did I say? J- I think, Bob Marley. Listen, I think he should be Krampus. Krampus is a great pick and makes the most sense. So I'm telling you, Demon Christmas Demon comes out because here are my reasons. It's Christmas. Yes. Uh, two. Um, we if this if this show was kind of technically I guess pre-taped in our universe. Um, this gave him like five hours to get the makeup on. Yep. Um, perfect amount of time. Uh, three. Um, we're I. My pitch will be that in all the other four matches, no one can beat the the three-minute time that Drew McIntyre sets. Mm-hmm. So having Balor come out, not only come out and beat it, but beat it as the demon, that he needed the demon to defeat McIntyre in this way. Yeah. Uh, that is my pitch. I like because it. Because I believe they already had a match against each other before. Um, is that true? Maybe it's not true. Okay. No, it's not true. They've never had a match against each other. Interesting. They haven't? Really? Okay. Um, but yeah, so he's able, so the demon is able to defeat Roderick Strong, and that is how he defeats him. Okay. That is my pitch.
1: I like it. I'm into it.
0: Um, I love a good, I love a good demon. Also, Christmas Demon.
1: Christmas Krampus Demon.
0: Uh, Krampus is probably makes the most sense. I don't know why I kept assisting Jim Bob Marley, wherever his name is. <laughs> Alright, Finn Balor comes out as Krampus Demon, uh, and Finn Balor wins, becoming the new number one contender for the WB Championship, um, which means at Royal Rumble, we will have AJ Styles defending his championship versus Finn Balor. Who? That's a good match. A rematch from Survivor Series. What was that, 2017? I think so. Um a match where the demon had to come out and win that match then. And that was a amazing match as well. Yep. Um, so Royal Rumble should definitely have a good match in store. Definitely. Um let's look at the other ones. Dan Bryan, Seth Rollins, and a beat the cock beat the clock challenge match um, where do you want to place
1: these matches I think we should start the show off with the beat the clock challenge
0: okay which one do you want to do Nakamura versus the Miz or Dan Bryan versus Seth Rollins
1: mm, Nakamura Miz
0: interesting my pitch was Brian Rollins
1: okay let's do that my pitch why Brian... first what's that why
0: because of my my which perfectly goes into my pitch for the for the how this match ends which is uh Dan Bryan is very close he's he's got Rollins on the rope it's very quick it's a very quick match very high intensity match Bryan might is might be about to win this and then McIntyre attacks him i like it um, So we continue the McIntyre-Brian feud, um, which is a, a rivalry that we wanted to continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we establish McIntyre as being the big boss of the show, that he set the time, and he's going to make sure that it doesn't get destroyed, and he's going to annoy Brian when he does it. I like it. That is my pitch. I'm super into it. And it ends in a draw. So are you, are you, are you, do you like that? you want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so then McIntyre comes out and attacks Brian. Match ends in a draw. Time limit draw. Okay. And then that is that. Where do you want to place Nakamura versus The Miz? Hmm. I'm guessing SmackDown, Smackdown in the middle.
1: Smack down in the middle, yeah, I like it. In ma- are we putting in match number three? <laughs> no, not the tag team slot. I think it'd be best though for now. Okay, we beat the clock challenge. Where we have, I think it'd be best. Okay. Um.
0: Uh. Will this also be a time limit draw? I imagine.
1: Well, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't see it going any other way. Um. Does anything else happen? What? Any? What's the finish here? Any? Any sort of thing that's happening in this match? Um. Does Mojo Raleigh get involved in any capacity? I don't think so. Is is he there? I imagine. Oh well,
1: Mojo Mojo Raleigh there, yeah. I was, my brain was on Mike Canella, not Mojo. So um, I think Mojo could try to get involved, and maybe that's what screw. I don't want to say maybe that's what screws Miz over because I don't want to kick Mojo to the curb already.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe maybe Mojo tries to get involved, but Mike Canella stops him. And that sort of distracts the Miz from finishing up,
1: then the time limit draw hits. Okay. I, I'm down with that. Although we did already have an interference in the first match.
0: Yes, but this is an interference being stopped. Okay. Is that enough of a reason to do it again?
1: <laughs> I think it's fine.
0: Okay. Okay. So Moja tries to get involved, but is stopped by Kanellis. Um, and then it ends in a time limit draw. Yet again, no one is able to defeat. There's not enough time. Three minutes, not enough time. Okay, then uh, then in our main event, Finn Balor wins it. Okay, so perfectly, we got three matches already done. Uh, we also, obviously, it's Christmas Day, so we have to do a Christmas themed match, Mikey.
1: Okay, I've been writing some down for the past cup for the
0: past while. <laughs> Or you've been so you've been doing what, what? 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 Writing down for what? What have you been writing down? Uh,
1: I've just been writing down names for the Christmas match. Like like puns? <laughs> just, yeah. Okay, well you gotta hit me with those. Okay, so I have deck the brawls. Okay, uh, that could be any match, I guess. Twas the fight before Christmas. Okay. A Sa- well, this is on Christmas,
0: so maybe we have to drop that one. A Santa brawl. Santa, a, what pun is that?
1: Santa, like Santa Claus, Santa brawls. I don't know something <laughs> like that. They, I didn't say they were good. You're you're coming out here making
0: fun of my nicknames for you, and you come in here of Santa brawls.
1: All right, we'll scratch that one.
0: <laughs> I'm going to defend my my nickname uh, puns.
1: Silent fight. <laughs> A match where no one can speak, <laughs> and I have a fist miss Carol.
0: Graphic. What? Graphic.
1: <laughs> and I and something came to my mind that doesn't have anything to do with a match, but uh, a missile
0: brogue kick. Interesting. I like the spot where someone puts up the mistletoe, and they're like they during the match, and they have to kiss the other person. Then Sheamus comes out of nowhere and bro bro kicks him.
1: A missile bro kick. That's amazing.
0: Oh, speaking of Sheamus,
1: none of these are great.
0: <laughs> no, you had one. You had one in during in the beginning of the show that I liked.
1: I forgot what it was. Hell in a cell, something. It was
0: a jingle jingle, jingle hell, hell in, in a cell. cell. Yeah. Or Jingle Bell in a Cell.
1: I mean, that works, too.
0: I like that one. I like that one. I don't know if we should do a Hell in a Cell match in this episode.
1: So that, yeah, but then what else would it be? Jingle Bell, Jingle Hell in a Cell, or Jingle Bell in a Cell. Like, what would it be besides a Hell in a Cell match?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think we should just do a Miracle on 34th Street fight. I guess. But uh, speaking, I, I mentioned Seamus earlier. Speaking of him, Cesaro is back from injury.
1: Hey, he had his partner can,
0: back. We can use Cesaro again. Listen, I thought... Deck the Brawls is not bad, but, like, what kind of match is that?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know. I, know, I guess it's just no DQ? Yeah, it could be. We can do a Deck the Brawls match. No, I mean...
1: Miracle on 34th Street fight is just way better.
0: Okay, then we'll do a Miracle on 34th Street match. Okay. Street fight match. Um just because it's Christmas we have to do yeah. it. Yeah. It's required by Christmas law.
1: That <laughs> you have to have a Miracle on 34th Street fight.
0: Okay. Uh who's in it? What is this match? Who's in this match?
1: That's a good question. Whose rivalry is hot enough to be in this match? That isn't already in a beat the clock challenge.
0: Um, I mean that's a great question, Mikey. Uh, d- my response is: Does it have to be a hot rivalry? At Halloween, it was New Day versus the Bar.
1: That was a hot rivalry though at the time. Oh, no, that was
0: was that Thanksgiving? No, it was Thanksgiving. I think
1: that was a hot rivalry at the time.
0: I guess that's true.
1: <laughs> they were fighting over the titles.
0: That's true. Uh, we could do Nia and Bailey. We could do oh. Raleigh and Canellis. <laughs> we will, oh, Raleigh and Canellis is interesting. Raleigh and Canellis is an interesting one. We could also do make this a new rivalry. We can make a rivalry start from this match.
1: We could do Raleigh Canellis, we could do Mysterio Kevin Owens.
0: Mysterio Kevin Owens is a wild idea.
1: Yeah, it is. Maybe Flair Tamina? Flair to wouldn't be bad.
0: We can do a whole new we can do we can do sanity. Maybe a
1: tag team something? Yeah, I was like maybe tag teams.
0: Sanity and the Usos.
1: What happened to all of our face tag teams? Uh
0: they don't exist. They all uh we had the deleter of worlds that Matt Hardy retired, and we had Slater and Rhino where Rhino retired. Shit.
1: <laughs> so now we only have the Usos in the bar.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah, we gotta make some uh Face tag teams here,
1: love that. All right, uh, where's that heavy machinery call up? Where's Danny Persononi <laughs> <versus> Larkin? <laughs> War Raiders, prophets. something, please. Street
0: profits. Um, we can, yeah, we can do a new match. We can do English and Elias versus someone.
1: Eh, yeah,
0: I don't know. These are some ideas. These are some ideas. What are you? Any of the anything popping
1: out to you? I think I like the. I think the best thing I like so far is the mojo Canellis street fight.
0: Okay. Let's do mojo Canellis, raleigh mike Mm -hmm. street fight. Uh, Where do you want to
1: put it? Mm. That's a good question. Um,
0: We can put it before... The Shinsuke Nakamura Miz match, but that might not make sense. Um we can put it in match four, match five.
1: Let's do match four.
0: Match four, so following the
1: after let's do match five then, because I don't want it to be right after the Miz.
0: Okay. Um who wins it and how?
1: I think Mojo wins mojo wins okay do we have mojo win or do we just go like it's christmas do we just go face victories i feel like mike kanellas maybe... or is our finn balor christmas miracle the best one we can have maybe um
0: i don't know because it is christmas and i also don't think the heels ever lose in these themed holiday theme matches
1: ever lose
0: yeah so yesterday on Raw, uh, Elias won the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight match.
1: Do you mean the faces?
0: Yes. No. Ye-
1: yes. The-, the faces never lose. The
0: faces never lose. The heels never win.
1: Yeah. Elias won. Cause it's supposed to be a feel good show. I feel like cause it's Christmas. Yeah.
0: It's Christmas. Um, at Thanksgiving, New Day won. Yeah. At Halloween, there was a match. Probably.
1: I think it was also New Day in Bar. Was it? Oh my god! I think so.
0: I'm gonna look that up. Um. So yeah, I think the faces only win.
1: Yeah, because I remember Cesaro. I remember somebody going through a big pile of pumpkins. mm Hmm. I think Cesaro might have put one of the New Day through, like in, like just threw him into a big thing of pumpkins.
0: Because the New Day were the Brood.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. New Day came out as the Brood. And and Sheamus yeah the Trick or Street fight and Sheamus had like the the white like vampire makeup looking stuff on.
0: Yeah, it was Big E against Cesaro in a Trick or Street fight, and Big E won. Yeah. So do we do it here, Mojo Mike Kanellis? That that is the question. Should Mike Kanellis should we do this match? And should Mike and Mike Kanellis
1: obviously has to win. Is that bad? For the, this rivalry? I don't think so. I think it's like a gimmicky match. Like, like it's... So it, it doesn't yeah, kind of matter? I, I would say it's kind of just like a throw... Like, in, in terms of storyline, it's a little bit of a throwaway. You know? Because okay. it's gimmicky, it's Christmas, it's not like... Eh. It's
0: kind of a re- repeat match from Clash of Champions, but with Christmas. Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. I, I, that logic of, like, it's kind of a throwaway
1: match, which is maybe not a great thing to do, but it's Christmas, but like, so we just just making people exactly. happy. Exactly, but, like, th- think about the Trick or Street fight, like, or yeah. the, the Thanksgiving Day, whatever. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like those didn't really mm-hmm. matter that much.
0: Yeah, yeah, none of these really matter that much. Um, like, okay, they're just fun matches to watch. Okay, them. so so we got two matches already booked we also need to do a show opener of some kind and you know segments if we want to do as well in between all Mm -hmm. this stuff do we have any other ideas for two matches one or two match is um let's get a tag team match player nice teddy long coming out uh tag team match can we do a tag team match that somehow gets us a new face tag team like who Uh, no idea um singing singing if tag i had team? to pick if i had to pick a new face tag team it would either be english and elias or the Navy, revival or the revival i don't know <laughs> it's a tough one It's a tough one. It is. It is. No one said this was going to be hard.
1: Or the colognes. No thanks. (laughs) Or the... You said the the colognes and it just made... It just, like, triggered a reaction to where it just made me yawn. What if we had the
0: colognes in this Miracle on 34th Street fight? Okay. (laughs) The colognes against each other.
1: Uh, maybe we could do... What a wild match that English and, English and Elias versus the Colognes in a Miracle of 34th Street fight. No,
0: because then that would mean... Who are the faces in that one, then?
1: Well, we want to make somebody face, right? Yeah, I
0: guess I would force someone to be a face.
1: No, no, no let's let's do... It. And it's not like they've been on TV in a while to even remember that their face are healed. That's at fair. This point. Well, let's do an Let's we, do. We could probably match. turn them on a diamond. no one would Let's do an
0: actual match. I want to do an actual match.
1: Okay, so like a tag team match. Yeah.
0: What okay. makes sense becoming face and how do we do it? hmm. Hmm. I like the idea of English and Alliance becoming face because they haven't been on T V in forever, but the Revival Austin haven't been on T V in forever. Mm. But being that our SmackDown tag team champions are faces. Um they're going to have to defend their titles at Royal Rumble. So against another face team, probably shouldn't happen. Yeah. So whoever we pick will probably, will almost definitely not face um, the bar for the titles at Royal Rumble.
1: Mm-hmm. So should it
0: be English and Alliance? Well,
1: I think we were setting up for the Usos for that, right?
0: For what? Ro- the Royal Rumble? Excuse me?
1: I thought so. Um, I don't have it written down. Because, because they won... They won those matches against the Revival, and we thought we had the idea of, like, well, this kind of makes the Usos. the.
0: What if we spin that off into a triple threat match, Usos, Revival, the bar?
1: I like that. Or we could do Usos versus a heel tag team number one contenders match.
0: Usos versus Revival number one
1: contenders match? I mean, Uso's already beat Revival three times, no? Yeah. Or twice.
0: Well, also, should we do a number one contenders match in between all this Beat the Clock Challenge stuff?
1: Yeah, maybe not. Alright, so let's just think of a quick tag team match. Quick tag team match. English and Elias
0: versus versus... Who would would you like to see Aiden English and Elias face off in a wrestling match? Part of me leans towards Sanity. Because I I like the idea of singing versus Sanity.
1: Yeah. Because that could be wild. I think we do. Let's do Sanity then. Let's do English and Elias versus Sanity.
0: Okay. Match two or match four? What do you want me to put then? Match two. Okay. English and Elias versus Sanity. Which members of Sanity? Who did we have last time Sanity was on TV? Um, um let's see. I think what we had that last week. We should we were gonna do one last week, but that match got dropped. Oh right. Uh, we wanted to do Wolf.
1: Okay, let's do Wolf and uh, We were
0: we were gonna do Wolf because Wolf was gonna get a win. Because he hasn't had a win yet.
1: Right, we were going to do...
0: It was Wolf and Young, I
1: believe. Yeah, it was Wolf and Young because it was going to be against the Usos and it was going to be like agility versus agility. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, then should we do that match this week?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the same way. I don't know. I think Elias is more of a powerhouse, but...
0: A little bit more. I mean, yeah.
1: I think Elias is more of a big boy than a... An agility type, and English is more of a technical guy.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you, which which match do you want to do then?
1: I think Wolf and Dane.
0: Wolf and Dane. Yeah. Okay, with Young, um, and they're off against English and Elias. Okay, what happens in this match? Who wins? Who dies? <sighs> hmm. And how do we get English and Elias become face, hmm. or sanity become face? No way. Um, I mean, if we if we had it as like English and Elias were singing, and then Sanity came out and broke the guitar and everything.
1: What if? Hear me out. What if English comes out? And he, sings, he starts singing a song. He starts singing like a Christmas song. And then Elias comes out as Santa. <laughs> and starts playing the guitar. And then Sanity attacks Santa Claus.
0: I like that. Elias dressed up... Elias is dressed up as Santa, Aiden English is dressed up as an elf, and they're doing Christmas carols. Yes. Oh my god, I want to see that so badly.
1: (laughs) I've never wanted anything more in my entire life.
0: (laughs) So, English and Elias come out, and they're going to perform Christmas carols. They're going caroling. They're going caroling, um, and they are interrupted by Sanity, who destroy Elias's
1: guitar and stuff. Maybe, maybe like rip off uh, English's like elf hat, mm-hmm. stomp
0: on it or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, they're just being they're just being Grinches.
0: Who, sanity are being Grinches?
1: Yeah. yeah. I guess so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess so. Oh, and though okay and then that's how we make the, keep them heal, is that they destroy all the stuff and then they say that they hate Christmas. And English and Elias, who obviously have already established early on with these Christmas carols that they love Christmas. Um because mm-hmm. it's the perfect time of year to get them to sing their hearts out.
1: Yes. They get to sing and show the world what they're made of. So in a, we-
0: in a weird way, English and Elias are going to be defending the Christmas spirit against Sanity. And that's how they make them face. I can't believe that's how he made them face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> English and Elias saved Christmas.
0: I can't believe that. that it's word. like
1: a bad Hallmark movie. I love it.
0: Okay. I, I guess that means they're winning. Yes. Uh, who pins whom? It's a
1: feel good episode. Who
0: pins whom?
1: Elias pins Dane because he broke his guitar. Ah,
0: uh, perfect. Elias pins Dane. Wolf gets another loss. <laughs> Fuck. Wolf is now zero three.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: Um, we can replace him with Young.
1: Yeah, let's do that because I don't want Wolf to do. That. I don't want Wolf to lose again.
0: Um, Okay, we'll do that. Um, Also, I feel like Young would definitely be, like, on the mic complaining to English and Elias about how much Christmas sucks. Yeah,
1: let's get Young in there, then. Okay. English and Elias save Christmas. Uh, do we still, do we have a name for their team yet? I've
0: just been calling them English and Elias, because it sounds like a um, a, like it does. Sound oh yeah, like it a sounds duo. like a Hull
1: and Oats or something like that. Yeah, Hull and Oates, and Sunny and Share, something along those lines.
0: Mm-hmm. God, I can't believe that's how we turn them face. <laughs> <laughs> what what better time to do it than Christmas? I can't. I I don't know. I don't know. That's great. Okay, um, we need a show opener, and we oh, need. I have a
1: feeling this one's gonna get low ratings on the the, the booking. Point I I'm it. expecting high ratings. <laughs> it's a good comedy spot. I love of... it. I feel like, I feel like we need to book more of those. I I love it honestly. <laughs> but we don't we don't book funny spots enough.
0: I guess that's true. Uh, or funny okay. segments. We have to do a show opener, and. Um, one more match, if we so choose. Uh,
1: is the show opener? Paige coming out, being like, Merry Christmas. We have a great show for you tonight. We have more Beat the Clock challenges, and we have a Miracle on 34th Street fight between Mojo Raleigh and Mike Kanellis. You know, stuff like that. And okay. we have English and Elias performing Christmas carols. It's going to be great.
0: She's just summing up what we've already advertised.
1: She's just, like, getting people hyped for the Christmas show. I do feel like
0: we should have Rhino come out as Santa, but we already got Santa with Elias. Damn it.
1: I think Elias Santa's better.
0: No, yeah, it is. It definitely is. Um, Should we have anyone come out and open the show? Should AJ Styles come out and open the show? Maybe he talks about the this beat the clock challenge
1: yeah maybe and I'm maybe a... he's maybe he's on commentary for the first one
0: that's interesting and then you can get a mcintyre style stare down mm-hmm I like that idea. Okay, so let's have the oh, let's open up the show of AJ Styles talking about this beat the clock challenge, and excitement, and Merry Christmas. And as the WWE champion, he wants to welcome everyone to SmackDown Live, and Merry Christmas, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he stays for, to be on commentary for the first match, and we get a McIntyre stare down. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that a lot. I like this Christmas episode. Girl, we, are, we have a good Christmas episode. Yeah, I'm liking this a lot. Um, welcomes everyone to SmackDown Live and wishes them a Merry Christmas. Okay, cool. I'm going to write this all out. We have one more match spot that we can do, or if we have any ideas for additional segments we can do, um, do we have any other ideas that we want to play with? Hmm. Maybe a backstage segment with Flair?
1: Okay, what about...
0: Uh, last week about faking an injury and rolling up Tamina for the win.
1: Right. Okay. Maybe like, I don't want to do another. Why did you do it thing? Cause we just did that with Bailey last week.
0: Also true.
1: You know, cause I feel like we've been doing a whole lot of just like, why did you do this? Why did you do it? Huh? Why did you do this? I think we, we need yeah. a break from that a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. Tamina confronts Charlotte and she's like, hey, is your leg okay? Like, really sarcastically.
0: Or just go, yeah. Yeah, or would Tamina go up? I was going to say, to Tamina come up and be like, yo, what the hell was that? <laughs> I thought we were cool.
1: Yeah, Maybe.
0: Uh, we can do something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's fine. But we definitely. I feel like we definitely got to do something with Flair. Hmm. To explain last week, or Owens. Hmm. <laughs> or what other things? Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> um. Well, do we have an idea for this fourth match? Honestly,
1: I got nothing. Um, I was thinking just like a random one-off match.
0: Yeah, which we could do. Sin Cara versus... Man, everyone's really in a rivalry. Everyone's doing something.
1: Do you want maybe a Sin Cara versus Rey Mysterio? Uh, we've done that match before. We can do, a Wii, can do a women's really match. Match. No, no, you're
0: right, yeah. We can do Carmella, Carmella, Tamina. Mm-hmm. Carmella, Flair, and Flair does it again. Okay. Or Flair, Lana, or
1: something like that. I like that. Which one? Uh, Flair, Carmella. Flair, Carmella. And then Flair does another thing.
0: Okay. I like this idea, and here's... I had this idea... No, I didn't. Not have had this. I I thought of this earlier today. Okay, are we turning Flair into the new gimmick? We're giving Flair is the dirtiest player in the game. Mm. Which is a direct line from her father.
1: Do you any? Th- yeah, I guess we are. I think that's what we're
0: doing, which I'm fine with. I'm just saying, like, I realized that today. I was like. I think I think we're changing her into be like the dirtiest player in the game. Like really like before she's very like I feel like somewhat hon in her victories, but now she we're gonna we're gonna dirty her up, I guess.
1: Just so yeah, she just needs to she wants to do anything to get a win.
0: Yeah. That's and that is and that which makes sense. She wants to do anything to get a win. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so what does she do? Last week she faked an injury. What does she do this week? Hmm. Grabs the tights. I was going to say poke the eyes. Poke the eyes is also good. Um. Okay, then. We'll poke some eyes, then. Um, f- A little, like, boop. Um, when the ref's not looking, Flair pokes Lana's eyes, then another inside cradle, or roll up and holds the tights.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. And holds the tights. Uh, or like feet, Or, like, feet on the ropes or something.
0: Uh, which one pokes her eyes, then hold the tights or feet on the ropes.
1: Well, let's see. Hold the tights for now.
0: Okay. And then maybe we could do feet on his rope as his own thing, like next week or something. Okay. Okay. Then the finishes Charlotte flair pokes Lana's eyes and then rolls up and holds her tights. Okay. Easy, easy peasy. Yep. Um, any other things we want to do or is that it? I think that's it. I think we got a good show here. Okay, well then let me run down that show for you, my friend. We open up the show with AJ Styles welcoming everyone to SmackDown Live and, of course, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. He talks about this Beat the Clock Challenge and how he's excited about a new opponent uh, for him at the Royal Rumble. And he's excited about not only defending his title at the Royal Rumble, but figuring out who he will have to defend his title at WrestleMania. Um, for whoever wins the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, And he decides to stay to watch the first beat-the-clock match, which happens to be Dan Bryan versus Seth Rollins. Very interesting that he stays for that. Um, In a beat-the-clock challenge match, this match ends in a draw, a time-limit draw, mainly because as Bryan is looking for the finish, Drew McIntyre comes out and attacks Dan Bryan. Um, And the match then ends in a time-limit draw. Afterwards mcintyre stares down styles it is definitely looking like mcintyre could be the the man he's definitely the monster the the big boss the kingpin the scottish scottish psychopath the the hunter um and he's stalking some new prey um Mm -hmm. next up we got a segment of English and Elias coming out to perform Christmas carols because they love Christmas.
1: <laughs> love Christmas. Uh, they, they are, are the both Christmas boys.
0: They are both inter... That's our new tag team name, the Christmas boys. Um, <laughs> they are both interrupted by Sanity who destroy Elias's guitar, stomp on Aiden English's elf hat, and say that Christmas sucks. Um, this, of course... Um, ter- gets us into the match, English and Elias versus Sanity, um, where Elias wins by pinning Killian Dane. Um, that's right, English and Elias are now faces because they defended the Christmas spirit. They saved Christmas! They saved Christmas. Um, next up, another beat the clock challenge, Shinski Nakamura versus The Miz, who has Mojo Raleigh by his side. Mojo, of course, tries to get involved in this match, but is stopped by Mike Canellis. This match also ends in a time limit draw. All of these matches got to be done in three minutes. You don't get it done, match is over. Who will do it? We'll find out later. Um, next up, Charlotte Flair versus Lana. The finish is that Charlotte Flair pokes Lana's eyes out, then rolls her up, and also holds those tights. So Charlotte Flair gets another victory in her, in the only way she can by poking her Lana's eyes out. That dastardly flair. Mm-hmm. Next up, in a Mir- miracle on 34th Street fight, Mojo Raleigh versus Mike Canellis. Mike Canellis gets the victory here um, by whatever he does. I guess maybe does like a spine buster through Santa's sleigh or like um, chokes him out with like ties him up to the ropes or what ties him up to like the, the steel pole or something with Christmas lights and then like hits him with kendo sticks. That's a cool spot.
1: Yeah, I think about it.
0: Um, But yeah, but end up being Mike Kanellis wins the match here, and then in our main event, another final beat the clock challenge match: Roderick Strong versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor comes out as a Krampus demon, a creepy ass Christmas demon of Krampus, and he, and he does it. He wins the match in three minutes. Finn Balor does it. He is beating the clock. He is the new number one contender for the WWE Championship, which he will go for at Royal Rumble. Yes. That match is set. And that card is set for this Christmas episode of Hit the Books. Mikey, how are we feeling? I'm feeling great. I love this episode. Honestly, I really love this episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially. It's a great Christmas episode.
0: Now let's see if we can ruin it with the randomizer. Hooray! Merry Christmas. We here now that we've successfully booked this episode. It's time to use our randomizer. Anything can happen in WWE, so we here we here hit the books, try to replicate that with our randomizer. Where literally we got a list of things where things could happen, like injuries or or call ups or or heel turns, face turns. Anything could happen. Um, and it's time to figure out what happens. What happened last week? And what? I'm trying to remember. Who did what last week?
1: Last week we had we had to cut a match because it went over. I believe you did that one, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yes. So it is my turn. Yes. To hit the randomizer, I've hit the randomizer. Let us find out what this could be. I'm definitely afraid of what the answer is.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of horrified. Because. <laughs>
0: Anytime I love this show. <laughs> Something terrible happens. Interesting. Okay. Something that has never done before that we've put on this Christmas this Christmas list. Put on this randomizer list. Okay. Uh because Mikey and I really like this idea. Um and we don't necessarily know how I, how we're going to do it, but it's gotten picked, so it's now time for us to figure out how to do it. It is a 2K outcome. Oh, sweet. Uh, in that being that we uh, we roll a D whatever, I guess in this case a D6. Um, Any then standard that Monopoly matches dice. Out, that match's outcome must be simulated in 2K19, WWE 2K19.
1: Wait, Ryan, we can use this as a chance to get some sweet rolling ASMR.
0: Oh, do you got a dice? I have one
1: right in my hand. I have my dice bag right next to me.
0: Hit me with that ASMR, my friend.
1: That Christmas ASMR. Hold my mic to the table. Oh, beautiful. It's a six, by the way. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong must be simulated in WWE 2K19. And whatever that outcome is, is whatever the outcome is here.
1: Okay, I still feel I feel like we have to add some sort of something to this. Because it is a beat-the-clock challenge, and you can't do those on 2K.
0: True. Because that match has to end in three minutes. Exactly.
1: So I think it still does. I think it's just whoever wins on 2K is the winner here. Yes. You know?
0: Like we just we just we just do a match on 2 WB 2 K W B two K nineteen, and yeah. whoever the winner of that normal match, that normal one on one match,
1: is the winner of the beat the clock challenge. Of course. Okay, sounds good.
0: Which is terrifying because because
1: yeah, Roderick Strong could win,
0: which would be goddamn fresh start era wild. Yes, dude. Um. Okay, then I guess we'll pause this recording, boot up WWE 2K19, and figure out who wins. And we'll come back with an answer for you. (laughs) And we are back. We did an insane video of uh, WWE 2K19 uh, with the 2K outcome. We did live commentary to the matchup, which you will find soon somewhere. We're not sure where yet. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Um, and to let you know, definitely follow our Twitter at uh to let you know, to tell you all where it is and where to find it. It is an insanely fun video that Mikey and I are still smiling about because that was a lot of fun we just did. It was a good time. We did a live commentary of Finn Balor the Demon versus Roderick Strong. But, Mikey, we got to tell them what the outcome is because that outcome is what the what we're going to do for this matchup. Who won? The outcome.
1: And the new number one contender for AJ Styles' WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble is none other. Than Finn Balor.
0: Finn Balor did it. Who we picked to book in, book in the beginning, uh, has has it is decided that there is going to stay. Finn Balor is our new number one contender against Royal AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble. Fates have aligned, stars have aligned. The fate has decided it is destiny to possibly win this championship at the Royal Rumble. Um, Who may know? Uh, but just because we told you guys the outcome, of course, because that's what only matters here in our Hit the Books podcast, do not forget to still watch that video wherever we may put it. So follow us at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter so you can be up to date on where we put that video. It is a fun-ass, funny, exciting video for us. And if you guys like it, we would love to do I can tell Mikey right now. I'm sure he would agree with me. We would love to do that again.
1: Yes, I. It'd be great. Honestly, that, w- that would be amazing time to do it again. So we need to get better at it, but otherwise, yeah, it's fine. Maybe learn. It, some- <laughs> it was fun.
0: We weren't good at done. it, but it was fun. Um, but again, follow us at Hit the Books Pond, where you can figure out where we're gonna put these things. But again, you can also vote in our Excitometer meter polls and our booking polls every Monday and Wednesday, and you can talk about what. What results you liked? How excited these matches made you feel? All those things and more can be found at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter. Um, if you have any ideas of what to put in a randomizer, tweet them at us at Hit the Books Pod as well, and we'll plop it right into our show. Like, for instance, something like the 2K outcome, where we have a whole new thing of of possibility and enjoyment for you, the listener, to enjoy. Um, Again, I'm so still smiling and so stoked about it because that was a lot of fun, monkey. <laughs> I had a great time. That was sweet. It was too sweet. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, again, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Merry Christmas yet again. Happy holidays. Um, whatever you celebrate, I hope you have a fun holiday season. Um um again thank you so much for taking the time out of your day today if you are celebrating christmas and enjoying hit the books thank you so much off of the bottom of our hearts uh we love you merry christmas happy holidays merry Christmas, and... <laughs> merry degeneration xmas oh, i presented perfectly you did it i gosh dang did it again thank you everyone We will see you next week. Until next time, we've got two words for you.
1: Book it.